You're listening to the premier home of motorsports for nearly two decades. The Race Central Radio Show. Start Back on ESPN Radio 1600. Boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing drivers. It's going to be close right here at the line. He's got the inside. They touch once, twice. Oh, boy, here we go. This is going to be tight right here. Now, here is your host, one of the most respected motorsports voices in America, Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. Yeah, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It's uh, time to get up on the wheel. Elbows up, time to eat. Well, the first hour of power in the book. So I want to thank Lee Spencer for uh, joining us on the program. Also, all of you that tune in so loyally every Friday afternoon uh, from 3 to 5. It's the drive. And, uh, wow, uh, it's good to be back on the air. I miss doing what I do. I'm very lucky to do what I do. And without all our great listeners like you all and TV viewers, uh, whether they're watching us, you know, here in the Mile High, around the country and around the globe, or following us on RaceCentralMedia.com, it's uh, you know, it's not a bad way to spend a, 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 a Friday afternoon. That's right. That's what it is. Uh, see the kid behind the glass pushing all the buttons. All good stuff right there. Good to catch up with Lee in the first hour. And uh, again, the the, uh, the announcement NASCAR going to the streets of Chicago, I think, is monstrous. I mean, right off the huge su- success of the Clash, uh, the new car, which has brought. Uh, and I'm not going to go into my normal tirade about the field being closer. I guess I just did. But it's it's a lot of good things are happening. Uh, TV numbers are way up. I mean, for not just NASCAR, but for IndyCar, for NHRA. NHRA just won a big TV award. SRX Racing is really killing it. The uh, I had uh, my good friend Joe Starr from uh, BigWestRacing.com comment before the show. That is the uh, Tony Stewart um, Foundation Fun bunch, or I don't know, something like that. Basically, every every time they, they go out, Tony Stewart wins. Now, Marco Andretti has been giving him a little bit of a run. And next month's edition of Race Central TV, we love airing the SRX highlight stuff. Uh, we actually take the races and cut them all up and uh, make them very cool in a like a highlight vignette. And we've had a lot of great feedback on that. Also, our Nitro Nuggets were the only show in the country that gets all that NHRA content. And you know, it's a lot of fun to air. It's nice, it's fun to be uh, unique and special. Um, and hopefully we will be uh, making a big announcement here pretty soon on uh, well, a couple of new components uh, that we're adding to the the, uh, the the mega battleship, which is Race Central Media, um, and another TV outlet in the market, and just you know just good stuff going on. But uh, since I'm talking about SRX, and I will get to the story about uh, Iowa, and it's, it has nothing to do with uh, if we build it, they will come. But if you if you don't know if you're a newbie to the sport, uh, Ryan Blaney's dad, uh, just a, a a big time World of Outlaw star for a long time. Dave Blaney uh, was one of my favorites. The guy is just bad, and obviously the kid didn't fall. The apple didn't fall too far from the tree, and he got a chance um, to race with his dad, much like Chase Elliott did with his dad, Bill Elliott, a, a year ago. But uh, let's uh, uh, hear from younger Blaney on racing his dad in the SRX. That's my main experience. Um, so, yeah, but, I mean, I grew up you know, up there a lot, you know, with my grandparents and stuff like that. But I have very limited uh, track time, though. So that might be a good thing, going up there with the SRX stuff. Uh, probably the, the less I know, the better, probably. Um, but I'm excited. I can't wait for that, to race with Dad um, at the end of this month. And um, I just... 
Hope it's good weather. Hope we don't have to dodge any rain. Uh, you know, at Pocono or at Sharon, uh, but it, it should be fun. Being from Youngstown, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But um, how much have you, your dad, been going back and forth about this race? Uh, a little bit. You know, it's hard to get in my dad's head. He doesn't talk much, um, so he doesn't. He can't really get in my head. And I can't really get in his. But I think as it gets closer, I'm just going to start kind of poking like little jabs, like secretly that he'll like dwell on and think about. Nothing too explicit, but like just little tiny digs at him. Uh, but I just think it's going to be fun. I mean, he's probably going to, you know, wax me pretty good. But uh, it's just going to be cool, you know, to race with him because we, we've done it a couple times before, raced together. But that was years ago, and, and I don't know if I'll ever get another chance you know, before, he, before he stops racing. So um, definitely couldn't pass on the opportunity. Oh, that's funny. Um, yeah. You know, it, that's about the most animated I have ever heard Ryan Blaney. And maybe it's because he's talking about racing against his dad. His dad didn't talk at all. His dad was like, you know, like B- Bill Elliott, awesome Bill from Dawsonville. He didn't talk much either. Uh, when he won the million dollars, maybe a little bit, uh, the, the, was it the Budweiser million? Yeah. Uh, but Ryan's very quiet, too, uh, compared to his teammates. And his his dad's, yeah, be careful because still waters run deep. That'll be a lot of fun. So I, I'm enjoying the SRX. It really is kind of WWE. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can't fake passing a guy. You can't fake crashing a guy. You can't fake, fake crashing into a guy. And you can't fake going 130, 40 miles an hour. So, you know, it is what it is. But uh, it's good made for, made for TV stuff. And Tony's having a good time with it. Um, I, I've got a story from last weekend that I, 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 I will get to. I have to get to. But to get to my it's a hot in Iowa story, there's one thing that has always been a consistent or a constant with the IndyCar series going to uh, Iowa Speedway, it's always really hot. And I think, if memory serves me correct, that it's been a, they've had a two-year hiatus since the last time they raced there. And they used to race in the day. And then I think the last time they raced there, they raced at night which made a big difference. But I remember, I believe it was Ryan hunter Ray, before they, they switched the race to a night race. And he won the race, and he got out of the car, and he basically laid down. And he, yeah, was not a man of a lot of words, incredibly exhausted. And this was before they added the, the arrow screen, the cockpit, the cannon, whatever you want to call it. So he did have fresh air, albeit hot air, but at least he has air. Well, when they added the canopy, cockpit, whatever you want to call it, uh, it before they started making innovations to get air into the car, it was basically like sitting in, you know, like a tanning booth with no no ventilation. And then they started adding, you know, the 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 nostrils, as they call them, to get fresh air into the cockpit, uh, the, the helmet breather, you know, on and on and on. And then they will have an option for this weekend to run. Um, it's like a snorkel. It fits on the top of the, the aero screen. And it's basically it's kind of like having a supercharger sticking out of your out of your you know thing. Um, if you're a hot rod, you know what I'm talking about. So 
or like a hood scoop uh, to, to force or to ram air. Now, albeit if it's 105, 10 degrees, I don't know. Is that is that comforting? And some teams are debating whether they're going to run cool suits because they put all this stuff in. It's about six pounds of weight. I think uh, I think I would run a cool suit. I just because I, I, you know, they say that it may cost the cars a tenth a lap or maybe a tenth and a half a lap because of added weight. But I can tell you from experience, when you start to get heat fatigue inside the race car, that's really scary. Now, this is an oval, so you're not talking about changing gears, you know, a hundred times a lap. Like you might, you know, at it, it, uh, Watkins Glen or Road America or something like that. But still, you, when you get heat fatigue and the speeds up there, and these are sub-20-second laps. The cars have almost 5,000 pounds of aerodynamic downforce. Indy cars don't have power steering. The G-loading on your body, I mean, think about, uh, yeah, take take that that, that old joke, the, the, uh, the golf club, put your forehead on it, and run around in circles for about 30 seconds, and then start, try to stand up. Well, it's not quite that bad. Uh, they did have that problem, of, uh, well, probably a decade or so ago, a decade plus, at Texas, when uh, the series formerly known as Champ Car was there, and they were getting such high G-loads on a mile. Actually, Texas, two miles. That drivers were experiencing blackout conditions. If the drivers boycotted the race, they didn't race. Now, think of this. This is 0.8 of a mile. High banked, 105 degrees outside, ambient. And you're going to go 300 miles. Now, having said that, 300 miles doesn't take very long. Ha! <laughs> But it's fast, it's three wide, it gets greasy. I mean, it takes big stones to run competitive in Iowa. It's hiding in the corn. Should be good racing this weekend. It it always is at Iowa because it's fast, furious, side-by-side, and the heat always plays in. So what can I say? It is Race Central, the radio on Motorsports Insider, Kurt Hansen. It's Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5 right here on the Blowtorch for Motorsports. FM 104.3, the fan, HD2, AM 1600, and always streaming at racecentralmedia.com. Looking for a new toy, looking for a drone, looking for any hobby stuff that you might well, want to add to or acquire? Hey, it's Fred's Place. It's Colpar Hobbies. Two locations to serve you. And Colpar.com. I got another great story. It's just kind of festering in my mind right now. And I'll get to it after this. drive get the car off the trailer now back to one of the most respected voices in motorsports your host kurt hansen that's about a quarter after the hour the second hour power great first hour power lee spencer racing boys 
Radio.com. Uh, STK pushed the buttons behind the glass. We're having a good time. We're very honored that you join us every Friday at Race Central, the drive from 3 to 5. And uh, always streaming at RaceCentralMedia.com. You can check out the uh, soon-to-be uh, most recent show because a new show will go up uh, next week. Also, the podcast on uh, uh, denverfan.com. I'll finally get that right. Denverfan.com if you'd like to listen to any portion of Race Central. And you can also, uh, on our website, listen to all the great interviews that we have uh, compiled over, oh my God, way too long. Um, so Iowa Corn this weekend, going to be hot. It's, uh, yeah, it just, it's... It's the way that it is in Iowa. Iowa. I have a friend from Iowa. I think it's Iowa. So, you know, it's the uh, it's, uh, the Hy-Vee Salute to Farmers 300. I think a few years ago it was, uh, what was it? Uh, Salute to the Ethanol 300 or something. They were promoting uh, corn, corn fuel. Mm-hmm. I remember that. So uh, qualifying 1030 to 1145 Eastern on Saturday morning. So the early morning qualified. That's smart. Like if you, when you live in Phoenix in the summer and you want to play golf, you get you know, tee off at 5 a.m. And then Sunday, uh, race starts at 325 p.m. Eastern. So it's uh, carry the one at 125 here uh, to 530 Eastern. So as you can see, it's a it's a very very fast race. I mean, they're turning well below twenty second laps at hundreds of miles an hour, which is uh, shocking. The the G load, the heat, everything. Man, wear a cool suit. Just you know, just just do that. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun to watch. Um, I'm not sure if I want to get to this story yet. Uh, because it's kind of, you know, and STK has been a very, 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 very tight schedule. So a lot of rumors about Kurt Busch. Also, boy, did uh, the Truex clan, boy, did they foul it up last weekend just taking two. But, you know, where's Waldo? In this case, where's Kyle? Here it is. It would be nice sooner than later, but honestly, it, it doesn't matter how soon or how late it gets done um, until there's an announcement that somebody else is driving the 18 car, then I feel like I still have a seat. Do you, do you feel like the Reddick, them having Reddick and the lot chatter, oh, could he go in the 18? And, and people, it's just, you walk through that garage and people are like, oh, and then Tyler, or, you, Kyle could go here or go there. I mean, have you... Had any more talks with other teams or anything about next year beyond staying at JGR? Uh, the short answer is yes, but, um, you know, yeah, anything's possible, obviously. There's all kinds of different things that can play out. It's just a matter of what does. Sounds like John Fox, uh, our own beloved DMAC. Uh, he actually got along with Foxy pretty good, but, you know, head coaches become very good at saying, uh, ramble on forever and say nothing. That was a bunch of nothing. Whether he's talked to other teams or not, he has to say yes. Let's just let's just go with that. That's a thing. Uh, he's still snarky, Kyle Bush, and you know, in this guy's think about a Kyle Bush that's not running well and being uncompetitive. If he's the way he is when he's been super competitive and winning championships, could you imagine the petulant little kid? 
rearing his ugly head and coming out of Kyle Busch uh, if they're, you know, 18th in the standings. Oh, how ironic. I And I seriously, I just picked that number. The number 18, 18th in the standings. That would be very interesting. Or not. Um, yeah, gosh. I, 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 my, my brain is going crazy just even trying to, to process it. Uh, kudos to Scott Dixon. I was going to hold off on this story for a bit, but it's definitely worth, uh, you know, getting to. Scott Dixon, and I've never been a big Dixon fan, just, and I don't really know why. Maybe it's because, uh, uh, you know, my dear friend, dearly departed and beloved Justin Wilson went to pass him in Long Beach uh, quite a few years ago. And Dixon just slammed the door on him and stuffed Justin in the wall, which wasn't very cricket. But it does happen. It's a thing. So ever since then, I've been kind of like, mm, you know, why'd you do that to Jay Will? But it is racing. It is what it is. But especially when Jay Will had him dead to rights. But that's another story. But he did do something. That is is pretty cool. Now, having said that, there really is. This is not like it's like when 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 records that have been around a particular sport, stick and ball sport, whatever, for a long, long time, and especially in a sport where technology has so much to do with everything. I mean, even in stick and ball sports, um. Dixon did win. I'm just I'm processing this because the the record that he tied was one that Mario Andretti held forever. And in Mario's last the last race he won in IndyCar was the Phoenix Oval, which also very fast, very dangerous, high I mean high speed, high downforce back in 1993. I believe that could have been the Arriva Dolce Mario uh, year. And he was 54 at the time. Well, Dixon, uh, now he's being tapped as the greatest IndyCar driver of the modern era. I don't know. Days away from his 42nd birthday. I'm reading this now. I got to get the, the dates right. He matched Mario with 52 victories. And he really did kind of run away and hide in Toronto, which, you know, Dix is very good on on challenging street circuits and greasy tracks. I mean, the guy has tremendous talent. Can't take that away from him at all. But, uh, yeah, uh, you know, good for Dix. He's, you know, he's, boy, again, I remember doing um, uh, uh, Michael Clark's show Saturday mornings uh, here on ESPN, and uh, he was kind of taking me down a, a road, a, a betting thing, and I said, you know, I appreciate my money too much to, to bet. And, you know, it was the big push was, you know, Dixon, Dixon, Dixon. And I said, look, guys, um, that's great. Uh, especially for those that, that aren't in the know. Hundreds of thousands of things can go wrong in just your car alone, let alone another 32 cars. And surprisingly, I mean, Scott's not had good luck at the, at the, at the Speedway. A couple of years ago, I mean, he had one of the worst crashes I've ever seen there, landed upside down on the barrier, basically broke the car in two and got out of the car and walked away. Some people thought after that that he might just say, you know what? 
I won a bunch of championships. I got a bunch of dough. I got a lovely wife. I got two really darling kids. And uh, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go surfing in New Zealand. Hmm. But he didn't. And this year it was, it was really kind of leading up to be the Scott Dixon show. I mean, it really did point all that way. But I said the same thing I always say. I don't bet this stuff. Don't bet stick and ball. Don't bet this stuff. Cause yeah, there's that, there's a word in all that called odds. And the odds are not stacked in your favor. And all the people, all the push to take Scott Dixon at this year's Indy 500 went away on, of all things, and something Denny Ham Sandwich does all the time, a blown pit stop. Too fast in, too fast out, too anything. A lot of twos in there. Too fast in, cuts. Cost Scott Dixon the Indy 500 this year. <clears throat> Could happen like that, which is why I get it. I don't bet it. Uh, more good stuff. I've got, God, I've got so much I, I want to get to. Uh, maybe we even squeeze in a phone call. We will wrap up a show with Radioactive, which will be a lot of, a lot of fun. Reminder, you've got uh, basically three days to sign up and get your VIP package and parking and all the cool shiny stuff for the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show. Car Show at uh, Total Beverage in Westminster on August 6th. Go to TotalBev.com or to the Facebook page for more information. All good stuff right there. Um, again, I've got after taking a week off, well, a week, a Friday off, uh, so much to talk about. I've got a great, uh, and this is a, a, a conversation I had. I can't tell you with who, but pretty funny conversation about Tony Stewart to get to in regards to the last weekend. Some uh, candid quotes, um, off-the-record stuff from uh, Leah and Matt, which is pretty fun. I guess I guess it is on the record, so I just, I just said that. But it's not it's not top secret. I'm not gonna I'm not breaking any laws. Oh, it's good to be with you on a Friday. Uh, you know, stay cool. Uh, be nice. Uh, do something nice for somebody. Don't stop driving around like crazy people out there. My God. Bottom of the hour. We had a real uh, half hour, real loving to, uh, to, to get to. Brought to you in part by Coyote Motorsports, CoyoteMotorsports.com. Also, Fred's Place, Colpar.com, DreamCars, DreamCars.com. What can I say? It's uh, it's good to be alive. And TotalBev.com. I'm going to get to this story, I promise you, right after this. For the hour, it is Race Central. It's the drive from 3 to 5 every Friday. Right here on the Blowtorch from Motorsports, it is Race Central on the radio. Check out that little TV thing we do at, uh, well, anywhere you can hear my voice in America. How, fr- how frightening is that? As we have so many people listening on the stream uh, on uh, DenverFan.com, but also at RaceCentralMedia.com. But you can watch Race Central TV. Uh, check your local providers for channels and such in your market. 
DirecTV, Dish Network, Roku, Amazon Prime, Chromecast, Apple TV, Fire. I mean, I can go on and on and on. It's nausea. It's the splintering of broadcast media. Uh, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. But you can easily find it at racecentralmedia.com, the website that makes you a smarter and better motorsports fan. Big story in IndyCar, but I'm going to segue real quick uh, from that. I thought Martin Truex had it won at Loudon. I I don't know. It's like I've said. I just think something. There, there. I don't know. There's something not right. I can remember back to when these guys clicked like dance partners uh, in the '78 car, Cole Pern and Martin Truex. Cole abruptly retires to go run a hockey rink in Canada. He's a Canuck, so I, I, I get that. But just something is is amiss. And Chris Gale's a, a good crew chief. He was uh, Eric Jones's crew chief here in the 77 car. And Eric Jones was another guy that had a really bright light and ran really well at Furniture Row, and he's just, just kind of thumped along. Maybe his ceiling wasn't as high as people thought. I don't know why they did what they did. I, 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 I'm trying to understand it, but if, if, if pissed off is a word, a thing, which it is, I can understand why Martin was really upset after. They, they had Loudon won. They led the most laps. They, just, they were driving into the sunset. And why the heck did they take two? I don't know. Maybe Martin will tell us right here, right now. Thanks, Fox Sports. It's just loud. It's the way it's been, you know, my whole career. Yeah. It doesn't matter how good we are, we can't win. So what happened on the on the pit stop? Obviously, what, what led to the two-tire call? Not, obviously, it still got you out first, although others had come out and stayed out. Um, yeah, we, you know, we restarted third, and the 22 got a bad jump in front of us. I tried to push him to get him going, and the four made us three wide, and I got put in a bad spot and uh, lost a few spots, but... You know, overall, we recovered from that and just didn't have anything to go forward on two tires. I mean, I just, the car absolutely hated it. So it was um, it was nothing like it had been all day long and, uh, you know, couldn't go anywhere. Just had to ride it out and get what we could out of it. And the decision to, to, to do two tires? Well, I was wrong, obviously. I mean, in hindsight, but, you know, what are you going to do? You make those calls and... Uh, like I said, it's just loud for us. Um, I've gotten beat here on two tires before. You know, got four and come out third and couldn't get get beat. You know, get beat by two. I've been beat by four now. It's just whatever it is. It's just uh, it's frustrating. How much? Happy for the twenty and Christopher. You know, obviously, uh, great driver, great teammate. You know, super kid, and I'm really happy for him. It's just disappointing for us to give it away like that. How much of a concern is it that you're on the playoff cut line now with? Uh, you know, a, a plate, a super speedway and some road courses. I mean, it is what it is, you know, like, you know, if we got another guy wins, then we're out. <laughs> if another, you know, that's just the way it is. We race every week, do the best we can. We try to win races, and obviously lately we've been capable. Um, we've had cars capable of winning this year. It's just, I think we have the most stage wins of anybody. We haven't won a race yet, you know. It's just, whatever for whatever reason, that third stage, we just uh, we muck it up, as James would say. So, We'll just keep digging. Uh, we've got a great team. The guys at JGR are working really hard. Our cars are fast. Obviously, we're getting better. To run like this here today after our short track season, it says a lot about all of our people. And, um, you know, for Christopher to win, you know, it was a JGR-dominated day. So 
that's that says a lot, and uh, we can we can use that going forward. We just do all we can do. That's all we can do. Doesn't sound very happy, does he? Um, and yeah, what it was a great win for Christopher Bell. Christopher Bell is an amazing young talent. I mean, there's. I mean, there's three youngsters, uh, Reddick, Christopher Bell, and Ross Chastain. I mean, the youngsters are really Christopher Bell and Tyler Reddick, but uh, Ross is in there, even though he's he's a little bit older. But uh, listening to him in those sound bites reminds me of the first year he was here at Furniture Row. Um, his life partner, Sherry Polonix, was not doing been well with her ovarian cancer fight. Um he he just he sounded tighter tighter than a wood watch, and I hear a lot of that in his voice right now. Uh, so I I have a suggestion. I think I'll call Martin and say, next time they go to Loudon, just take three tires. You've been beat with two, you've lost with two, so just take three. How's that? STK, what do you think? Good idea. Okay, Sydney agrees. I will call him uh, later. Uh, speaking of uh, aforementioned Christopher Bell. Uh, he's your winner in Loudon, and so let's hear from Mr. Bell, courtesy of Fox Sports. Coming to the white. White flag is all I wanted to see as a crew chief. And it's so long around there. It takes forever to get to that white. Off of turn four of the 20 car, looking for that white flag to wave. One lap to go, presented by Credit One Bank for Christopher Bell. This will be his second career win in 92 starts. His first in New Hampshire. He could be the 14th driver to win in 2022. So much success in the Xfinity Series. He's been looking for some consistency and some wins now at the cup level. Off turn four and nothing between him and the checkered flag. Christopher Bell wins at New Hampshire. Excellent work, guys. Excellent work. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great improvement on pit road. Adam, you're the man. I don't know what you did, but you woke this thing up. Welcome to playoffs. Good job, guys. Chase Elliott second. Bubba Wallace crossing the finish line third. Martin Trix Jr. getting around. Kevin Harvick there for fourth position. Christopher Bell, though. Gets his first win of the year, guys, and puts himself in the playoffs. Yeah, a huge day for these guys. Kurt Busch, by the way, that strategy pitted, came all the way back to finish 10th. Chris Bell comes down pit road. I honestly cannot believe it. Ready to figure out how to do some donuts with the next few cars. This is your... Checker flag moment brought to you by Advance Auto Parts. As Christopher burns down a used set of Goodyear Eagles. All those wins in Xfinity are showing off because he knows how to do donuts. Impressive. Fourth win this season for Joe Gibbs Racing. Their 12th at New Hampshire. So through the years, through 20 races, 14 different winners in 2022. There's years that this has happened before. As Christopher climbs out and celebrates the fans, they celebrate him. It's 
he takes his longtime partner's green to victory lane. Good, yeah, good, good for him. Uh, and he really is a neat kid. I got to chat with him quite a bit at the Chili Bowl Nationals a few years ago when he beat Kyle Larson, which and Kyle had been a multiple multiple time winner at the Chili Bowl Nationals. Oh, I can't believe I'm thinking about that. I'm already thinking about January next year to be in Tulsa for the uh, Chili Bowl. But uh, yeah, and how ironic uh, is I was just talking about Eric Jones. Eric Jones drove that twenty car for I want to say one or two years with Chris Gale. Now with Martin Truex on top of the box. So, uh, you know, 20 is a good number. It's, uh, it's all good. And, uh, what can I, I can't believe it. It's 40 minutes after the hour. You know what that means? Last call. It is race central, on the radio brought to you by a total beverage, total beverage.com, uh, Fred's place, Colpar.com, Coyote motorsports, a short drive up by 25 coyote motorsports.com. Dreamcars.com, and what can I say? Again, uh, registration closes Sunday night for the Race Central Not Your Average Car Show Car Show at Total Beverage Westminster. Go to their website or their Facebook page for more information. If you uh, want to register your car, there are some VIP slots still open. You get the really cool VIP gift basket and parking and all kinds of good stuff, and we'll be shooting Race Central TV there too. So uh, it's a last call, not for alcohol. For the best damn motorsports show you're ever going to hear, it is Race Central, the radio. Visit us at racecentralmedia.com. We'll be back with more great commentary and radioactive after this. Forty-five after the hour. It is a last call. Um, that one thing I was really cool to hear too when they talked NASCAR talked about going to Chicago is that if I'm not mistaken, they said they, that IMSA was going to be with them, which is a really great crossover too. The sports car fans, the NASCAR fans, the streets of Chicago. I mean, I think that's a really cool fit. Much like what's coming up at the Brickyard. Uh, in the near future with IndyCar and NASCAR on the same weekend. I think that's very, very cool. It's a good crossover. It's uh, a lot of fun. I will get to this Alex Palou story, but I definitely wanted to get to, and I ran out of time last segment, this, uh, well, Tyler Reddick. And in 54 seconds, I don't know if we're going to hear the true story or part of the story or the next story, but um, we've got uh, Tyler Reddick talking about his decision to move to 2311 important to get this deal done i mean did 2311 just give you something that you couldn't refuse or were you like man i just want to get this decision over with well for me just seeing where 2311 has has started and where they're going um you know it it, it's been very obvious to me that, that the ramp that they're on and how they're improving it was very exciting for me um and i wanted to be a part of that um also you know i i look at you know, just for me, you know, I pretty just just talking to Denny and getting to watch and see the direction the team was going, you know, where Toyota is and their commitment to the sport, to to NASCAR, to this team. They're all very exciting things, and I really wanted to be a part of it, and that heavily influenced my decision. There's more to this story. There... Um... 
Yeah. Uh, I think he was very unhappy at Childress. Maybe it's a personnel thing. Maybe it's a it's a you know components thing. I don't know what, it, but he he didn't sound like a guy that. Uh, uh, it's like when your buddy calls you and says, "Oh, um, I'm getting married." Oh, great! Who's the girl? Well, she got pregnant, and you know I'm not getting any younger, and and you know I know she'll make a great mom. Do you love her? And she's going to make a great. I mean, I just I, I'm not sold on the marriage. Um, I've been around this gig way too long. There's where there's smoke, there's fire. Where there's fire, there's smoke. I don't know if we'll get more about this as things move on. I think it could get really ugly if if all of a sudden Tyler Reddick is like running way back in the pack or getting stuff that breaks and blows up and goes bang in the night. He could. I mean, he could. It could get worse. I, I don't know. I mean, you heard Lee, you heard Lee Spencer say they could park him. Wow, there, there's a lot of there's a lot of spaghetti in the bowl here on this deal, and it ain't done. Uh, so it's a crowd favorite. It's a fan favorite. Uh, I'll get to the IndyCar story when we get done with Radioactive. But hey, it's loud New Hampshire. Thanks Fox Sports. It's a fa- it's a it's a it's a fan favorite. It's Race Central and it's Radioactive right here and right now. From New Hampshire. Got a great crowd on hand. Have a good day here, fellas. Execute all afternoon. Try to keep this thing up front. Go get them at the end. Go kick their ass here. Yes, sir. Another great opportunity for us. That's a damn fun today, man. Yeah, Crowd is on its feet. We're getting ready for the green flag. Get ready and green. Martin Truex Jr., a big jump. He'll lead to turn number one. Trouble on the back straight away. Gosh, gosh, gosh. Got him breaking off, too. Yeah. Little to me, just driving to our door. 31, chop across our right front. It broke all the dash. Loose inside. Y'all home. I love life. Gets fired looking for a ride. He's driving like an idiot. He drove right into the 31's door. Never starts on you again here. Sure. On the outside, it's Mark Truex Jr. Flanked to his inside. Bubba Wallace. I'm really bad here. Sideways, but it's after the bump. Every little bump I hit feels like I'm correct. So this needs the rear grip corner exit. Three's holding everybody up on the top in the middle. On. All right, coming to the green checker here. P1, nice work. Martin Truex Jr. is going to win stage number one. Uh, just wore my regular tire out slightly, but pretty happy overall. I wouldn't do much. Green flag racing here. It'll be lap 77. Still hanging fairly at your bumper. Clear. Got a wreck at two. Two cars slamming to the outside wall. The seven got loose over corrected. Dynamited to 21. Uh, back it in really dark. Right, I'm going to enter a fuel window to make it. Pit road is now open. Chase Elliott had to come back and make a second stop. We're going to get that right rear. Hi. Elliott is going to have to navigate from the back, back to the front. So Joey Logano stays out. He'll lead the field down to one. You're already clear. You're clear. Watching the charge of Chase Elliott. He started 22nd, and this lap he will be scored 13th. Quarter. Good. Take it, take it, take it. How it's going to be a setup and then a fight. And he's making it look quite easy. Battle for the lead shaping up here between Logano and Truex. Still after quarter, bumper, clear. Nice work, man. All good. Booster still behind you by 25. Trouble at turn number four. Ryan Blady smokes your tire. Lock it down, lock it down. Got the fence before you find. Like it's left here pretty good. Green flag is back out. And again, 
Truex will lead the charge. Harvick is about two tenths better than anyone on track right now. The best that I've been so far, I think. Been behind you, stay green. Hold the brake, hold the brake, hold the brake, hold the brake. Sorry about that. Kyle Busch spins for the second time this race. Oh my gosh. Good time to rake the six. We're gonna do it, do it. What's your deal? The guy tried to wreck me down the back stretch. Tate and Tate between Greg Keslowski and Austin Dillon. Keep on rolling here. We'll get him later. He knocked his toes into that boot. Tires now, Matt. Three cars self-destructing. All right, coming to the green checker here. P1. Nice work. Second stage win today. His seventh in 2022. Kevin Harvick came in two right side tires that also ended up spinning Austin Dillon around. Sorry, man. That was my fault. I, I did not see him coming. Yeah, I just kind of went down the middle of the road. He just turned over the front of it. Kurt Busch trying to be one of the few leaders here today as he comes back to the start finish line. Nice and smooth. No need to press too hard. Make it last for the long run here. Now Christopher Bell is going to work under Logano for that fourth position. We'll be better on the long run, man, if he keeps taking care of it. 9 and 45, locking horns, and Christopher Bell pulls right up to the rear of Chase Elliott. What lane is he going to choose? Nice and smooth. Don't burn yourself up. Here comes Christopher Bell. He'll bypass Kurt Busch and now go for the race lead. No pressure. He keeps flipping his right rear. He'll be fine. Inch by inch, he's not going anywhere. His exits are giving up. Adam, I got it. Bell there. Clear. Christopher Bell takes the lead with 41 laps to go here at New Hampshire and begins to creep away. Hell yeah, see Bell. Welcome to playoffs. Good job, guys. It's checkered flag for Christopher Bell as he collects career win number two and takes a victory here at New Hampshire Motor Speedway. You're the loud master. Great job, man. Really proud of the effort this year. Thanks, gentlemen. Christopher Bell is now in the 2022 NASCAR Cup Series playoff. Hey, race fans. Thanks for watching our video for all NASCAR on Fox News. Okay, here we go. What can I tell you? Uh, a terrific win for Christopher Bell. Martin Truex, certainly it feels like they gave that one away, unfortunately. Um, they are literally there on the bubble. It's, uh, it's, if you're a Truex fan, it's time to get a little, uh, maybe a little anxious, but we'll certainly see how it plays out. Martin is a terrific driver, a great young man, and uh, still got a lot of racing to go. So the story I've been, I've been wanting to get to is this whole Alex Palou thing. Uh, you know, literally within hours of, of him and Ganassi Racing announced that they've re-signed the IndyCar champion, the 20, uh, 21 champion, to uh, an extended contract. Then McLaren comes out and announces that they have signed Alex Palou, which is very complicated, very messy. As I had uh, one of the top media people that uh, follows the IndyCar series and works with the IndyCar series and the NHRA, uh, mentioned to me last weekend that it's basically, uh, you know, as the world turns. So here we go. Uh, will it make a difference in how the end of this season plays out? I I, I don't think so. Uh, but I can tell you this, and I've talked to Alex before, I talked to him in Long Beach, that he, he does love the idea of having a pathway to Formula One. He's always wanted to drive Formula One. He was racing in Japan. Uh, Roger Yasukawa who I raced Atlantics with, and then he went on to run Indy cars and Indy lights for a long time. Roger brought him here from Japan, 
and the kid is, I mean, he he was okay at the Dale Coyne, and then he started to, to do better and realized, I need to get to a top-flight team to really make this happen, and boom, he goes from mid-packer that has competitive laps in him and flashes to your 2021 champion. So I know Chip does not want to lose him. I can tell you this, Zach Brown and the whole McLaren guys, uh, they have a large amount of disdain for, for Chip Ganassi. They just do. I don't know why, but it is what it is. It is racing. Uh, Zach Brown is a grizzled. I mean, Zach and and Zach doesn't get along with a lot of people in Formula One. It's okay. I mean, he does. He has his like he and and Christian Horner at Red Bull are, are good friends. They equally together hate Total Wolf at Mercedes Benz. It's just that's the way it goes. But uh, the two have a lot of disdain, and I can tell you this, this is going to be a long, ugly court battle. I hope it doesn't affect Alex. He's a tremendous young driver and a very deserving champion in 2021. Hey, that's going to put a wrap on another great edition of Race Central, The Drive, brought to you by Coyote Motorsports, Total Beverage, Fred's Place, Colpar.com, what can I say, DreamCars.com, and uh, it's Sunday night, uh, the opportunity to be a VIP exhibitor at the Total Beverage Race Central, not your average car show, car show, August 6th will end. Go to their website or their Facebook page for more information. For Sid the Kid, behind the glass, for all of us here at Bonneville, let me do what I do. For Race Central and all of our great sponsor partners, we love you. Watch Race Central TV. Visit us on the web at racecentralmedia.com and we'll see you next week. Here we go again. People talk, but when it hit the fan, everything I'm at made me everything I am. And I'm back to tear it up. Hey, to start your engines, I hear I'm gearing up. People talk so.